add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie Leia Healthcare Looking after you always Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry Hello and welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Folks, every now and again we bring you a special guest to pick their brains all around health and what it means to them. For today's show, her song Falling was featured in Grey's Anatomy and nominated for Single of the Year at the RTE Choice Music Awards. Her hit single Mother featured on Spotify's Viral Daily 50. Her new song is called New Day. And for anyone who saw her perform it on the Late Late Show a few weeks ago, you can't help but agree the title of Beyonce with a Cork accent has been given to her is well and truly earned. Lyra, welcome to Real Health. How are you? I'm grand altogether. How are you keeping? Life is good. I saw that Late Late Show. That was an amazing performance. It was incredible. It was so amazing. Like, I was so scared, like, being on the Late Late Show. Like, my nan's always been like, if you're on the Late Late, you've made it. I'm like, oh, my living God. And I was going out there with a full feather see-through dress. I was like... Okay, well, if you're going to do it, just do it with a bang. So I just went up there. They must be like, what is she doing? But sure. It was, it was just what the country needed. It was amazing. <laughs> it was incredible. So listen, we're going to chat lots of stuff over the course of the next 25 minutes or so. But let's initially chat around kind of COVID in the last kind of, you know, six to eight months. How has it been for you as an experience? You've been recording, you've been working all the way through. So just tell me how it's been for you. Yeah, it's been like a bit of a weird one. It started off and like... um not going to hide behind like oh everything's great and I'm, I'm working away like the start of it was really really hard like I was just ready to go on like one of my busiest summers ever I just finished my very first Irish tour you know I'd really got a taste for what it was like and my whole summer was packed out with festivals and I was really looking forward to it I put in loads of work and then Covid happened and like everyone else we all got locked down and locked up and for the first two weeks I've I struggled a lot like I was so upset I was like I've missed my opportunity is this my career over like you know is this is my shelf am I going to expire you know there's so many people coming out of the woodworks like will I be forgotten about and I really struggled for the first two weeks of it and I just ate and drank myself into a mind of like craziness and um I kind of after that and I gave myself that time to kind of be like that because I feel like I kind of had to go through that process almost like a grieving of like what I was looking forward to, which I worked hard to get to. And um, I said, right, cop yourself on now, get back on the saddle. There's nothing you can do. Everyone needs to see it, stay inside, for obviously for health reasons. And I was like, feck this. I need to get myself out of my sweats. I need to put on some more see-through flouncy kind of clothes, go back into myself, start howling at my computer and just write songs as much as I can. So I went into that. Um, been doing my album like over the emails and like voice notes and zooms with um, the guys I've been working with in LA and just trying to keep myself busy so that I don't slip back into that which is so easy to do so that's kind of like how I've been going through my lockdowns. 
Let's chat about music then. Was it something you always wanted to do? Was this the career that you always wanted to have? How did you get into it? And you know, we're gonna. I, I'm fascinated about setbacks and how people keep motivated and mm. keep focused over the course of their career. So let's chat about music first. How did you get it? Was this what you always wanted to do? Yeah, I've always wanted to be music. Like I just, I love singing, and it started off with just the singing element of it, and it kind of in school is the only thing that I was really good at. Like if I could like get out of class to go and rehearse for the musical, like that was it. I was, I was gone. I was like, they were like, Jesus, wept your one's gone again. And I was like, <laughs> bye, I am out of here. Um, so it's always been a thing that I've just been good at. It's just my passion, I suppose. And once you have a passion for something, that's what you put your all into. But I did come from like a very musical family, like, my mom, my brother, my sister can sing. God forbid, my dad's the only one that can't sing for love nor money. God bless him. But uh, <laughs> he has these other advantages, which we'll also get into. Um, so it, I kind of was like, oh, sure, everyone sings. Like Irish people, there's loads of great Irish singers. Like we're always up for a sing song, a lock in, and a sing song. That's it. Like, um, so I kind of didn't start taking it seriously until I started writing my own music. And this was an avenue that I was just like, my nan had fallen ill and she was very worried about me in this music industry that kind of was so fickle and, she, you know, she didn't really think of it as a proper job at that point. And I said, right, I'm going to write her a song to show her that it's a bit different than just singing. So I wrote her Emerald, which was the first song that I wrote that came out and got me a lot of, of people knowing me and stuff like that and got me on my label meetings and stuff like that and that's kind of like when I decided then to take it seriously I was like right I'm not just a singer I can write all my own songs which I do and that's when I decided to take it to like the next level of being an artist and really honing everything um so that's kind of how I jumped into it you make it sound so simple, and I'm sure it's not. Oh, I'm it sure is it comes not with it. for anyone listening there <laughs> going into music industry. It is not for the faint-hearted, <laughs> and you have to pick yourself up so many times. This was especially being a solo artist. Like as I said, that writes all my own stuff. I'm heavily involved in production, styling, everything. I kind of only have myself to keep myself going sometimes. And I'm like, why didn't I just go into a girl band and just be able to fall back on somebody? But um, it's a challenge, and uh, I'm just delighted that I've kind of stuck with it. And you strike me, we haven't met before, but you strike me as someone who is determined, focused, motivated. Yeah. Uh, what happens when the doors don't open, or what happens when you get that knockback? Uh, how do you stay focused? How do you keep going? I, myself, at the start, I was very much like, I was lucky that I didn't get that much at the start, because I feel like that is the point where it is really really hard but I did start getting them and you know for me as cliche as it sounds like when I got told by one of the big record labels at the very beginning of my career that I will not be making a career out of my voice that I sounded like a football hooligan my voice was too loud like all this stuff that like they wanted me to dye my hair black and be really pale and I've literally went the opposite I've just like let my bit of tan skin come out dyed my hair blonde um you know, I actually just went home and I wrote about it and I just kept writing about things like that that happened to me. Like, and I didn't actually believe the Adele kind of thing until it happened to me when I had a massive setback where a relationship that I was in that was very important to me broke down and I have written the best things ever. So I think 
for me, I just try and put it into my craft as much as I can. And I am the type of person that, like when we went into COVID, I will let my mind have those moments of sitting on the couch, eating ice cream, crying my arse off. Like, I will let myself go through that so that then I've done it and can move on. Because otherwise, I feel like mentally, I just wouldn't be stable enough to keep going in this career. Okay, so you allow yourself that sense of downtime, yeah, and then you know let the body process that naturally, and then just plow on and push on once you've had that time to to to, to let to let it settle, yeah. And take us through the impact or the feeling when stuff that you write gets on TV shows like Love Island, Grey's Anatomy, gets nominated for awards. You're sitting back like presuming like the rest of us watching that on screen. How does that feel to have your content? broadcast globally yeah it's like it's a massive pick-me-up and they are the things that kind of do keep you going like they give you like the boot up the arse like you know you could be sitting at home and just like watching something on tv and your song pops up and that day you could have written something really bad and be like will i really do it and then you see that and you're like oh my god yes like I was lucky enough to be picked out of all the artist songs that they could have chosen. Like they have thousands of libraries of songs and I was the one that was chosen to do it. So it kind of gives you that spruce to be like, right, I'm in the right direction. You know, people are listening, people want my music. So it really does give you that good pickup. And also it's great for my family because should they're sick to death hearing me howling away 24 <laughs> seven, they're like, oh, your mom's actually on the TV. <laughs> so it's great for me that way. <laughs> and my friends are not just like, what are you doing again? <laughs> of course. And, and the fashion component of what you do, again, putting back to that late, late show moment, it's a, you know, it's part very much of the, the, the brand is probably the wrong thing to say, but it's very much part of you. Yeah. That, the, you know, in terms of clothes and fashion, where did that come from? I've always loved fashion. Like even from like looking back at photos of me growing up, my sister and stuff, like my sister would be there and whatever mom's put her in and I will be like, I'll have the clip on earrings on and I'll have sunglasses on and I'll have like a matching bag and I'll, I'll have a hat on. Like even for my Holy Communion, I arrived and had a big massive tiara, had like the long see-through gloves on, an umbrella <laughs> that was like, you know, that kind of like see-through organzo kind of material that like doesn't help if it's, if it's raining and it was Ireland, so it definitely wasn't sunny. So I just love that extra bit of something. I've just always done it through my whole life. And as I said, going on the Late Late Show in that outfit, it was actually a time where, you know, talking about health and stuff like that, that like, I am at my biggest at the moment, which is fine by me, absolutely grand. And I was petrified for a while going on in the, that outfit. I was like, am I really doing this? But I was like, I can't let this mindset of my body consciousness take over this amazing outfit. I love the outfit. Helen Cody, like, is an amazing designer. I was privileged to wear one of her pieces. And I was like, I don't care. I'm wearing it. I got told a few times that the neck thing wasn't very flattering on my face. And I was like, I don't care. I love this neck thing. I'm wearing it. So I just went all out. And you kind of have to have that confidence to do it in certain clothes. And they make me feel fabulous. So can't go shopping in them. So I might as well wear them on stage. It's not as if I'm down in Aldi's, like walking on a big feather thing, like, yeah, big beans, here we go. <laughs> and how do you handle the pressure of that then, right? So for, you know, for some people to go out and perform vocally is one thing, but you perform vocally and with the imagery of it as well. And presumably that brings with the pressure in terms of people, not just social media, but social media is a huge aspect of, of life now. Yeah. H how do you handle that pressure? I'm always intrigued by this because I think it's really, really interesting. And in terms of our listeners, 
it's a, that, that pressure is, is across every level of no matter what you do, you're going to have some sense of it. So I'm intrigued by people like yourself in terms of how you manage to deal with that. Yeah, it's so scary. Like, I am not a massive fan of social media and people who follow me kind of can sense that because I don't post loads. Like, I am always getting told off. They're like, it looks like you fallen off the planet. Like, there's no action on your Insta. And I'm just like... It's because it scares me a bit. Like, I'm just being totally honest here. It does scare me. Like, it's scary putting up posts. It's scary putting up stories. Because people can be mean. And they can really attack you for something that is just based on your appearance when they really don't know you. Um, And that frightens the life out of me. Because it's already hard enough in the music industry when people criticize things like your voice or your songwriting or the way you perform. And then... To have more people criticizing the way you look like it's it frightens the life out of me so I do stay quite quiet but I just have learned in myself just that as long as I feel good about it like I, I know I keep going back to the late late um, dress but like because I felt good in it it didn't matter how I looked in it and maybe if that was a year beforehand I probably wouldn't have worn it because I would have been too self-conscious in myself but I just learned that my body once it's functioning properly is keeping me healthy and it's not affecting me singing because I need a lot of fitness for my lungs to sing those songs they're thick and loud so as long as it's working that way then that's fine with me but it has taken me a while to accept that I would not have dared walked out on tv in that dress last year no way I just didn't have the body confidence it didn't have the mindset and I do feel sorry for young girls who do put pictures up and they get bashed by people and like I don't think they take a step back and realize this is a human being and you you can't say those things like you just can't okay so it's again it's back to you know you've got a really good sense of that kind of self-confidence and the maturity that comes with as you get that little bit older mm. I'm seeing that myself I'm 38 now you know, with that little bit of age comes maturity. Yeah. You do mature and think, you know what, once I'm happy with it, it's all right. I want to ask you one more question about, about yourself. I want to chat about your dad a little bit because he's he's very fascinating. Uh, we're going to chat about him in a second. How, how, do you, how do you come down then, right? So we asked that to Adam Clayton uh, about two years ago when we were over in, in Boston interviewing him. How do you come down after being on stage and playing to like, you know, thousands and thousands of people? And his answer was so totally unrock star. It was like Sky News and Chamomile Tea. <laughs> but like that buzz of performing, I'm again, like uh, whether it's on TV or whether it's in, in a gig setting, how do you come down after that? Yeah, that is really a weird kind of feeling because obviously I've only just got a taste for it on my Irish tour. Like it was sold out, which I never expected it to be sold out in my entire life. So you're getting on stage, you're knowing there's people actually have paid to come see you. So you've worked yourself up. For the, in, for the entire week, basically, you're just like, uh, like dying a slow death inside your body. <laughs> and um, when you go on, it literally goes in like two seconds. And you're just like, what? Why is it over? But then when you come off, for me, because I really sing from like my toes all the way up my body, like the songs are big, the notes are high the emotion that I feel when I write them, I put into the stage thing. So I, it's like a full body workout. I am exhausted. Like literally I'm wrecked. And I do like to go out and see people afterwards just to thank them for coming. 
And then after I've done that for an hour, I'm so tired. It's like my whole body just goes, <sighs> and I just like, I can't drink anything or eat anything of the anxiousness, but I just switch off and go to sleep. I am so on rocks arts, unbearable. I tried to go out <laughs> once when I was supporting Dermot Kennedy. I was like, oh, I'm going to the after party. Literally after about an hour, I was like, that. <laughs> I have to go I can't talk I'm wrecked and I sound like such a grumpy mook so I'm just like yeah it's great because I was so tired so I'm I'm probably the most boring pop star in the world I just switch off and go to bed I could sleep anywhere though I'm like a baby well anyone who sees your performances they'll get that it is very much that full body performance yeah. in terms of how you perform so you know you'd expect to be tired you're listening to real health with me carl henry in association with Leia healthcare okay this is i'm really intrigued by this next bit in terms of your dad so he was a biochemist yeah but then gave up his job to focus on natural health remedies yeah fascinating tell me more my dad is literally like the nutty presser without the animals it's <laughs> crazy he just uses us as his animals um so my dad is just in love with finding natural ways to keep your body healthy, to prevent things and to cure. So we've kind of grown up with that from a very young age. Like, you know, we've been having apple cider vinegar with the mother in it for like years <laughs> and years and years, like ever before it ever came out. Like we'd be honking going into school. We'd be absolutely from the raw garlic and apple cider vinegar. We'd be honking. We'd <laughs> be like, oh my God, stay away from us. Um, but I was very lucky to be kind of brought up with it because He's taught me how to make my own like natural antibiotics that we have. And, you know, going on the road, it's something that I do take a lot because, you know, if I fall sick, there's no one to take my place. They're like, there's no one getting up in a blonde wig singing those songs. So I have to take it seriously. And, you know, the antibiotics that you do get from the doctors and stuff like that, you can only be on them for a short period of time because they ruin your gut and your insides. So this is something that I can take whenever I feel anything coming on or if something important coming up because it's literally food. It's just food all fermented together. Like the stinkiest food. It's like black garlic, <laughs> canine pepper, cloves, onions, chilies, apple cider vinegar, turmeric root, like all organic. So they're like the strongest form that you can get. You have to leave it seep for a few months and then that's what you take. So like, it's not pleasant, but it does the job. Like since I've been taking it, rarely get the flu. Like if I ring the doctor, it must be for something that I feel like I can't get rid of either myself or something that I need to get rid of in a shorter period of time than it does take the health way to go. So that's very, very rare. So I'm, I'm very lucky that I've been educated from a young age on that. That is for sure. It's fast. It's fascinating. It's really interesting. Um, also, meditation, mindfulness—two big things in your life in terms of just managing kind of the mental wellness component of life as well, aren't they? Yeah, I do. Like, I have to go for my walk every morning. I'll put on like a soothing podcast, like something in the calm regime and stuff like that, or just going through breathing techniques because, like, I just feel like I need that to put my mind into a positive area especially nowadays especially in the past like since March I mean literally walking the hills like there's no tomorrow going out of fashion um so um I do need to use of that and sometimes switching off at night time if I've been in the studio for a very long day like I just done two very intense weeks in the studio getting stuff together for a very tight timeline and when I came home I found myself really hard to switch off and getting out of the oh, but this needs to be hired. The keys don't sound right for that. So I found myself going into bed and just like talking myself through 
closing my body and switching things off and like starting from my toes and working all the way up and just really explaining to my mind that it was time for me to switch off now because otherwise I would have been like a bag of cats getting up in the morning and I wouldn't been able to work and it would have been awful so I, I do have to do that quite a lot I suppose being a creative as well you think a lot so it's really good to try and cancel everything out in your mind and go back into your own body and kind of listen to that for a while I think it's really interesting for people to see this side of you in terms of just how important uh, mindfulness, mm-hmm. uh, food, alternative therapies are for your overall health. Yeah. Um, and it's great to, to, to see it and it's great to chat through it. Tell us about the future. What, 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 what's the future bringing in terms of music, in terms of tours? How does that look? Well, um, I'm finishing the album at the moment, which is great. I'm so happy because like, I feel like since I have released like Falling, Mother, New Day, like... I've had so much to write about that I've really been writing some of my best material. And there's one song in particular that I'm, I just can't wait for people to hear. I just got it back from the guys over in LA that I've been working with that have just done Lady Gaga's album and they've done an amazing job. And so my plan is to get this out basically as soon as, as I can. Um, and then next summer I've already been rebooked on some festivals that unfortunately got cancelled this year. So I'm just kind of going with that. But I suppose like everyone as well, playing it by ear because we don't know what's around the corner when we could be back in lockdown and stuff like that. But they're my plans so far. Fingers crossed. Okay, amazing. Obviously, people can listen to all your stuff on Spotify. Uh, people want to find you on social media. Tell us where your handles are. So all my handles are, this is Lyra. T-H-I-S, not D-I-S. Everyone's like, this, D-I-S. And I'm like, this is Lyra. Obviously, elocution was not my forte. Um, So it is, this is Lyra. And I do have a Christmas treat coming people's way in the next couple of weeks too. Oh, I'm really nervous about that one. I'm so nervous because it's so stripped back on like my other big like, it's so stripped back. I'm like, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. So that would be it too. Amazing. Well, Laurie, it's been fantastic to catch up with you. It really has. It's been really interesting. A great insight into you, I think, for our listeners and some great tips and tools for them as well. The very best of luck with all your music and all your tours over the future. And we're looking forward to that Christmas special whenever whenever it comes in the next couple of weeks. The 27th, so thank- hopefully. 27th we should certainly look out for it Lara thank you so much for joining us on today's ep folks I really hope you enjoy today's episode of Real Health with me Carl Henry as ever you know where we are it's realhealthatindependent.ie at carlhenrypt on Twitter and on Instagram and if you liked what you heard don't forget to rate and review Lara thank you so much for joining us folks have a great week and we'll see you soon Leia Healthcare looking after you always proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry